Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Faster than a speeding bullet. To leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 bo bingan, banana, pineapple, bingan, feet, fine, bo minkan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Tuesday already. Yes. I think the mayor's going to have a press conference today on Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know. Oh, boy. What, what can he tell us about Taylor Swift coming to town this weekend? I don't know. But we'll find out. We will find out. Oh, boy, there's a lot going on. And, you know, I, I just found this out the other day. Uh, Tomiko told me this. And uh, this guy played back in the, I guess, probably, oh, man. I, I'm not sure what year he played for, for Coleraine High School. And his name was Mr. Mr. Simpson. Yeah. First name was Mr. <laughs> and uh, last name Simpson. And... He died. And it got. And. And it was. I was shocking to hear that. But he's a great football player. I think he even went to Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. And funeral services this coming Friday from 11 until 1. And I think uh, uh, one of our callers, Independent Mikey Boy, I think his daughter was dating Mr. Simpson when he was in high school. I can remember that, yeah. But, uh, man, former Coleraine football player, Mr. Simpson. I remember I was telling you about the innocent man that was sleeping in the hammock the other, uh, in the woods over in Covington. They sick the dog on him. Now they're saying that uh, um, he did not uh, respond to their commands. He resisted. That's what they're saying. The guy was asleep. And you turn the dog loose on him and you could hear him tell him their name, showed him an ID and everything. And they said, well, he wasn't arrested, but they put him in handcuffs for 37 minutes until he was treated at the hospital. They got to pay. Uh, we've got the audio of Donald Trump giving out top-secret information to friends, visitors at the hotel. We got him on audio. If I say tape, then I'll hear from Emmanuel Livingston wondering, where is the tape? But the headlines in, on CNN said tape. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> but 
They got him. I'll let you hear it. But he even tells them, you know, uh, it, it, this is uh, classified and and I didn't get a chance to declassify him. So, you know, hey, don't say anything. You hear him. The U.S. Supreme Court says North Carolina, a North Carolina school cannot make girls wear skirts. Can't make girls wear skirts. <laughs> and what school? Oh, boy. U.S. Supreme Court Monday upheld a lower court's ruling that a school could not require its female students to wear skirts. And so they declined to even hear the case. Charter school in uh, Leland, North Carolina, was appealing the ruling of a lower federal court stipulating that the dress code violated students' constitutional rights. The court rejected the case without comment. Parents of three students filed a lawsuit way back in 2016 against the K-8 through charter school, which uh, had required skirts since opening in 2000. Parents of three girls, 5, 10, and 14, said their kids were uh, were cold in the winter and couldn't play outdoors or participate fully in drills, which they um, had to crawl. Okay. So, yeah, I can imagine they got a little cold. They wanted to wear pants. I'm not mad at them. They sued. They won. How about that? Also got some uh, a story about oh man, you hear this story? Jeez, this is a story about a and how does stuff like this happen in 2023? Will somebody please tell me how does this stuff happen in 2023? I I, I won't even I'll just let you listen to the news story been taken down but not with a lot of comments on social media first a lot of people were shocked to see this out of providence walmart they're calling it insensitive and offensive black lives matter rhode island pack is also demanding an investigation i want to show you their tweet in it it says you can see a black employee sitting in a cage in the middle of the store a sign reading i'm in jail i need bail help me raise 50 dollars to get out all donations were being for Hasbro and Children's Miracle Network. Black Lives Matter Rhode Island PAC says, though, we are deeply dismayed and disturbed by the recent incident. This perpetuates harmful stereotypes and shows a lack of respect for marginalized communities. The organization wants Walmart now to investigate and identify those responsible and make sure it's not happening in other stores across the country. Meanwhile, in a statement, a Walmart spokesperson says the company encourages store associates to creatively engage with one another and customers during fundraisers. He went on to say the jail fundraiser goes against company policy and should never have been used. As we mentioned, that display has now been taken down. It's still not clear who was responsible for the fundraising idea and if they'll face any repercussions. Reporting live in Providence, Liz Bateson, NBC 10 News. Okay, so, yeah, you got... You've got a Walmart employee inside a cage saying he's in jail and they had this fundraiser and he's asking for $50 to get out of jail. 
and everybody's first of all, why in the hell did the employee let them do that to him? I mean, he could say, I'm not doing that. I'm confused about what the point of this was. The, the, what the point of putting him in the cage? Yes. That was a way for them to raise money by you pay money to get him out of jail and that money goes to the fundraiser. But why would you like why would that be the way that you I, do that? that? You got me. That's a, and then to put the black employee in jail and for him to actually get in the cage is what gets me. We wouldn't even be talking about this if he had flat out refused to get in the cage. What's up with that? He could have lost his job. Or oh, too. I, I believe me. If he he would have got a big lawsuit if he had refused to get in the cage, and then they fired him. Are you kidding me? I want to know who came up with the idea. Oh boy, unbelievable! Like, well, how did management approve? That? I. This is just crazy. Crazy. You can see that story on the Grio, and I, it's even on uh, uh, thebuzzcincy dot com. Yes. Uh, remember that woman who was pretending like she was from Child Protective Services? She's been indicted <laughs> on charges in connection with that. And she said, this is my worst nightmare. What in the hell was she thinking anyway? What is wrong with these people? I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Uh. We've got audio of Donald Trump exposing secret documents to friends, showing off. Listen to this guy. They say the legal experts say this is enough to put him behind bars. You. Well, it started right as like I when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a kid. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. You're trying to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at him. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. I just found. Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this is secret information. Look, look at this. You attack and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know. Private it, email. No, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah. Yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, is that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what. He's in you the papers. Did. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out a. a yeah. See, as president, I could have deed yeah. No, I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, now we have a problem. Is that interesting? Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, oh boy, it's so cool. Me showing you all these classified documents 
Unbelievable. Emmanuel wanted you to know that you don't have to say we have an audio. You can just say we have a recording. <laughs> he just wanted you to know that. Yes. All right. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. But I tell you, it's um, it's amazing. This guy, they've got him right here. Admit him. It was classified, and I didn't get a chance to declassify it, so, you know, it's classified, you know, between us. Oh, boy. And you guys want this man as your president? Who is he talking to? Of some people who were at the hotel. Maybe some of them are lawyers, female lawyers or something. Showing off. Showing off. These people are crazy. And he admits it's classified information. I didn't get a chance to declassify it. I can't do it now. Uh, Santos. Here's another idiot. He, uh, they're trying to talk him out of not running for Congress again, but he says he's going to run again. And now the Republicans are afraid they might lose that seat to a Democrat. And they say they're going to support somebody else to run, to run against him. You would think with all the trouble he's in, he would try to just ease on into the sunset quietly. Oh, by the way, on that Walmart case, uh, Ben Crump is in on that one. So somebody called um, and said that her job does something similar. They do fundraisers for United Way, and apparently it's some kind of carnival game called Jail or Bail. She said that they vote on which manager goes to jail, and you have well, to yeah. pay for them to get out. Yeah, well, I, they've had that years ago. Uh, they would put you in jail. You'd go down to the Westin Hotel, and your company or somebody had to put up money to get you out of jail. I remember that back in the day. That is so strange. They used to do that. They used to come get you and take you away. It was a fundraiser. And, yeah, you would be locked up, and then you had to raise money to get, get you out of jail. But you wouldn't be actually in a cage. You'd just be at a location saying you were in jail. You wouldn't be in a cage. They didn't put you in a cage. Like this guy was on display in the middle of Walmart. I guess. So, yeah. I need to talk to some of our representatives out there, uh, state senators, state reps, What's going on with the budget? The deadline is approaching, and even the Cincinnati public schools can't finalize their budget until they find out what the state will be giving them. And the Republicans are up there. They're going crazy. The Republicans in the House and the Republicans in the Senate, they're going crazy in Columbus. I need to hear from Kathy Ingram, Cecil Thomas, Donnie what, I always forget his last name. Donnie. <laughs> what is it? Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. I got it written down somewhere. But uh, Isaacson. Yeah, Donnie Isaacson. I need to hear from him. I need to hear from Cedric Denson. What the hell's going on up in Columbus? Why can't they get the budget together? 
Yeah. It's crazy. Can you believe it? The city's uh, population grew faster than the surrounding area's populations, than the suburbs. Go figure. Normally, it's people moving out of the city to the suburbs. Last year, population in the city grew faster. How about that? How you like me now? Is what the city is saying. But some people are saying, well, you know, the mayor's having a press conference on Taylor Swift when four people shot, injured in the over the Rhine shooting. Cops were being shot at in Roseline, and we're talking Taylor Swift. <laughs> what do you say about that? And remember yesterday when, uh, what was his name? Uh, Stefan. When Stefan called yesterday and he was talking about the daycare that closed in the Avondale Town Center. I finally did see the story. Dozens of Cincinnati families scrambling after a large child care center suddenly announced it's closing its doors immediately. Families learned over the weekend that the Cozy Home Daycare, Child Care and Learning Center in Avondale is shutting down. The center was open Monday only for families to stop by and pick up their belongings. The business is being evicted from the property. It opened its doors in 2020, providing a child care option for six-week-old babies all the way up to 12-year-olds. The owner, Morgan Brown, started an in-home child care center with six children with the help of local development corporation and community organizations. Then she was able to expand the business, moving into a new building at the Avondale Town Center. She said her business is now caring for between 50 and 55 children. And so what, I mean, what happened? She knew how many kids she would have to have to pay the rent there. So I don't know what happened. I know the pandemic and all that stuff, but there was money out there exactly for people like her. You had so many employees, you could get money and everything. So I don't know. Somebody fill me in on the Cozy Home Child Care and Learning Center. Oh, boy, I tell you, it never ends. It never ends. Well, yeah, it, it, it could end. Well, let me take a break, and then we'll come back. We've got more stories. and want to get your comments. A Supreme Court due out any time now deciding affirmative action in colleges. Clarence Thomas, which way will he vote? And he used what affirmative and he used affirmative action to get into college. He was a product of affirmative action. Let's take a break. 1230, the buzz. 
1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. The United States has an empty office building problem. Here's what landlords are doing about it. Yes, we I think we got that problem here in this building. <laughs> an empty office building problem. It's not just here. It's all over the United States. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, uh, let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with the newly refreshed specialist, Lisa Baker. How you doing? Good morning, Lincoln Ware. Good morning, listeners. Lincoln, you know when you're off a couple days, you don't always come back refreshed. It's kind of <laughs> like you need to gear up to right. getting back in the yes. swing of things. But I'm working on it, Lincoln. I know we're looking for two people today. That's what I know. The first person is Jonathan Cedar, who's wanted for felony theft. He's a white male, 39 years old, 5'11", 190 pounds. He has a history of theft and drug charges and was last known to live on Hickory Grove in Foster, Kentucky. That's Jonathan Cedar. We're also looking for James Richardson, who's wanted for aggravated burglary. James Richardson is a black male. He's 60 years old, 5'9", 160 pounds. He has a history of burglaries, domestic violence, and was last known to live on Dudley Walk in the West End. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Jonathan Cedar or James Richardson, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right. It was good seeing you Thursday down on the plaza. Yes, it was. I, I didn't hear all the winners that came out. But they were like, you going to put your name in the hat? I said, mm-mm, don't want no problem. <laughs> oh, God. They They'll swear. try to make me an yep. employee. Right. <laughs> it would have it, it been uh, fixed. The fix. fix is in. Yes. Exactly. The fix is in. Yes. Lincoln drew her. Lincoln's like, I didn't even draw the name. Yeah. What do you mean? Unbelievable. All right. Unbelievable. We'll talk. You, uh, you, you know what? It looked like you were a sheriff walking into town when you walked up those steps and <laughs> walked over. You had your side piece on and you were strutting. Like, yeah, the new sheriff is in town. That's not true, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll talk to you. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. Uh, 749-1230-513 is the area code Lincoln Ware. It's Tuesday. Got a lot to cover here. Uh, one thing, the remember the guy that I said was sucked into the um, airplane engine? Now they're saying he committed suicide. That sounds like they're trying to escape liability. Yeah, airport worker ingested into jet engine in Texas died by suicide, the medical examiner office office says. I don't know. They're saying suicide. Who commits suicide like that? That's a tough way to go, let I'm me tell you. I'm going to work today, clock in, and then commit suicide on the clock. That's it, 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 it's strange. We'll see. We will see. Now people are saying Robert Kennedy Jr., they say instead of him running against Joe Biden, he should be running in the Republican Party. And that's true. His views are aligned with the Republicans. Why is he running against Joe Biden? That's crazy as hell. Crazy as heck. Prosecutor says there's insufficient evidence 
for murder charge against the woman who arrested in the shooting of a black mother who knocked on her door. All right, here we go. So it looks like they're trying to get that woman off for shooting through the door and killing that black mother. Man. All right, Rod, we're going to take a break first, and then we'll come back and hear what you have to say. Oh, boy, I think I need to get me some coffee before I talk to Rod. If I was at home, it would be something else. But, <laughs> but Rod, I'll tell you, Rod, is, he, this guy, he's, he's a strange character. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. They'll be here tomorrow. Earth, wind, and fire. Yes. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. Uh, don't forget, 1230, the buzz. Got your, it's the second annual sneaker drive. Yeah, last year we sent about 800 kids, 800 kids back to school in style. And this year we plan to help even more. That's right. So help us send a thousand kids back to school in style as we collect brand new shoe donations for back to school all month long. Uh, you can drop them off. Uh, uh, brand new uh, shoes, closed toed shoes, sizes 10 C, uh, seven to seven youth, huh? Sizes 10 C through seven youth. At Radio 1 Cincinnati, we're located right here at 705 Central Avenue. And you can drop them off between 9 and eight p- nine and 6 p.m. Uh, or on Saturdays from noon to 3. So uh, go to thebuzzcincy.com if you need more details. Yes. So uh, sizes 10C through 7U. All right. There you go. And what we did, those kids were so happy getting those shoes last year when we gave them out down at Sawyer Point. It was unbelievable. These were brand new shoes, and we have to thank all the listeners who donated shoes to these kids. And some of the kids would not start school, would not have started school with brand new sneakers. I'm telling you, a lot of them would not have. But they, you know, you start school with your new sneakers, you feel good about yourself. Ready to start the year. Especially as a uniform kid, because you look the same as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uniform, you got to have some new shoes, shoes if you wear uniform. Out. Yeah, that's the only thing you can brag about is your shoes when you wear a uniform. So we thank all the listeners last year, and we're calling on you again this year. Yes. All right. Rod, how are you? Yeah, you think I'm a strange, huh? You think I'm a strange <laughs> so, caller? Yes, yeah, some of your thoughts and ideas are kind of out there. But go ahead. What's what's on that uh, yeah. mind of yours this morning, Rod? Yeah, you can call me names, though, but uh, I can defend myself. See, I can call you fake. Okay, whatever. Whatever, Rod. Okay. 
right, well, check it out, though. That ain't why I called. I ain't trying to be confrontational with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you why those children were from the Cozy Family Center. All of them, not all of them, but there's a possibility that some of them might have went over to Children's Hospital and got a sex change. Not all of them. But I'm very disappointed in Children's Hospital oh. for what they announced today. The announcement that they made today. What did they I'm make? Very dis- what, what announcement did they make? They made today? the announcement that anywhere in the nation, a child from age 5, well, all the way up to 24, uh-huh. you, you can go there and get a sex change. In other words, they call it gender-affirming care. Yeah. They, they try to put it in a different way. It's nothing but a sex change. It's nothing but children, child abuse, in my opinion. I don't know what your opinion is, but, you know, okay. I think it's, like, wrong okay. for children sex to be cha- Hold on a second. Like that. Hold on. Gender-affirming and sex change... It's not the same. The same thing. A sex change is when you actually cut off somebody's penis and make a vagina or whatever. That's a sex change. Gender affirming is not that. What is it then, Lincoln? It's sort of like when you give them medicine uh, to, you know, if if they're... Chemically castration. No, chemical, no, what's the no, difference no, between no, chemical it's, castration no, it's different. I can, and, you, and, and using a knife? It's different. It's okay, but it's, it's the same result, though, right? No. No, it's not the same result. It's not the okay, same result. Okay, well, that's not. They you don't know, go I'm in there. Arguing, and, you're arguing semantics. Anyway, no, anyway, no, I'm not. This is, you, this is world apart. What you're talking about is world <laughs> apart. There's two different okay, things. Let me ask you, I'm going to have to get, I'll tell you, you what I'm going to do. I'm going to, just for you, Rod. I'm going to yeah. get a doctor from Children's Hospital to explain it to you. I won't do it. It won't be today. No, no. I'd like you to do it even better than that. Why don't you let me go one-on-one with him oh on the air? God. I don't want to make you look I mean, like I'm brave. crazy. I'm a brave right? person. Okay, you I'm must just a be. Regular, I'm just a regular listener. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a state representative. I'm not a, you know, I don't have all these titles. I'm just a regular person. Okay. And I'm not afraid. I will go toe-to-toe right now with anybody <laughs> on that issue. All right. Now, that, look, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait yes, a minute. Now, yes, don't, yes. don't hang up on me because you're mad at me. Now. I'm not I'm right. I'm not mad. I'm just, I just told you what I was going to do for you. <laughs> if I was mad, I wouldn't help you out. I'm helping you out like, by getting a doctor uh, on yeah, here to explain yeah, how wrong you are. Yeah, because you're the man of power. Now, check this out. That guy, Mark Jeffries, I would, I would even talk to him on city council while he's on the air talking about all this gender affirming stuff to keep people from killing themselves. Look, if your child went up, walked up to you and said, look, Dad, if your 10-year-old child say, I want to drive your car. If you don't let me, I'm going to kill myself. What you going to do, hand him the keys? Oh, jeez. Uh, that's I different. mean, if your child, no, no, don't that say, oh, gee, you called me strange. You said I was, yeah, you said and, and you, and, and you, you said I was out there. And, and you're, using, you're proving it. You're proving what I said. You're proving exactly I'm, what I said. I'm proving common sense. I mean, if your child walked up to you and said, Daddy, you know, I want to uh, go out on a date with this 25-year-old tonight, and your, and your 12-year-old daughter tell you that, and if you don't do it, That's I'm going to kill myself, that is what was, would you let her? I mean, in other words, why would you, on one hand... You see why I said you're strange, you're out there, right? Cause what you're not you... strange or out there, he's ignorant. <laughs> I'm what? I'm ignorant? 
<laughs> that's what she said. You know, I didn't, oh, Raven, I didn't you go got that a lot far. of nerve. I didn't you go that far. You want to you call like me ignorant? Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. You want to call me ignorant? Oh, hold on. <laughs> hey, Raven, I can go toe-to-toe with you, too. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Rod, first of all, first of all, Rod, I'll tell you what, Rod, I'm going to get you that doctor in here. And he's hey, gonna I explain. Go to, 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 hey, Raven, okay. you must be a lesbian. Oh, oh, you... Thanks for your call. See, it just went downhill very quick. Rod, okay, Rod, but I am going to find you a doctor, Rod. I will find you a doctor to come in here from Children's Hospital to explain the sex change. And gender affirming. I think it's a little different. It's not the same thing. I'm not a doctor. But sometimes I play one on radio. And I don't think it's the same thing. Gender affirming. And a sex change. All right. What's up with these Reds? They lost three in a row. But yesterday... Every time the Reds were out in the outfield and the pitcher trying to pitch, it was pouring down raining, and they didn't stop the game. And as soon as the Reds get them out after they got runs, then when they got up, it stopped raining. Their pitcher was able to pitch without rain falling down in his face and on his arms and everything. It wasn't fair. We'll take this one. We'll take that loss. We'll blame it on Mother Nature. But the Reds can't lose four in a row. They got to win tonight. This is a must-win game tonight. But once again, we don't have any starting pitching. No starting pitching, and that's our problem. Yes. The Air Force, they'll be flying over downtown Cincinnati in about an hour. Uh, this is the celebration, 100 years of refueling planes or something like that. And they're going to celebrate by flying over downtown Cincinnati. They're going to fly over Wright-Patterson. It'll be a KC-135 and an F-16 flying over Paycor Stadium around 11:20. So if you're downtown Look out over Paycor Stadium, and you should see him. On June 27th in 1923, the U.S. Army Air Service aviators accomplished the first aerial refueling on this date. And it was successful. And that means that the United States can be anywhere in the world Quickly, because of refueling. They can get anywhere in the world. How about that? Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. And um, I put out a call for some of the state reps. And uh, Kathy Ingram says, uh, I'm stopped for a moment on my way to Columbus. House Speaker Representative uh, 
Stevens doesn't believe the conference committee will come to something both chambers can agree on. An extension of the current budget will need to be voted. Oh, man. The House is in session today and tomorrow. The Senate is in session tomorrow. The governor sent a press release urging that the legislators get it done by Friday. The budget is 9,000 pages. Oh, boy, that's a lot of pages. 9,000. And like I said, the um, budget for the Cincinnati Public Schools, that's stalled because they can't complete their budget unless they know how much money they're going to get from the state. So these guys are screwing everything up up in Columbus. The Republicans. They can't even get along among themselves. Unbelievable. Will, how are you? Hey, Lincoln. What's up? I'm just I'm just listening to what you're saying, man. I tell you, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, you know, and I mean, it's bad up in Columbus right yeah. now. Yes, it is. And you know, it was bad when Strickland was up there, man. I just, I don't know that he was that great a governor, but certainly he still had a Republican majority in the House and the Senate. And plus, he didn't seem like to me to be really that, he, he screwed up when he, didn't get behind Barack Obama. That's why he lost his seat after four years. Uh, and there's another person who lost his seat after four, after two years, and I ain't going to name names, but he was a congressional <clears throat> representative from Ohio. And, um, you're, talking and about, you're talking about Driehouse? Uh, I ain't going to say that you said what, it. But. What's wrong with – what are you afraid to say his name for? I mean, oh, yeah, I it's not I like you're lying name, on the guy. It, it, he, yeah, he was a yeah. one-term congressman. He yeah, rolled yeah, in on Obama's yeah, coattails, and then yeah, when should, the Republicans – be afraid to say his name, yeah, right? What are you but, afraid but the, of? Yeah, but the thing of two years is that, is that uh, he, 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 was, he was also one of them people who vacillated and flip-flopped and – you know, uh, 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 on on the on the whole issue around Affordable Care Act, and it really had to do with the abortion rights, which we are going to be voting on in probably November. They, that's what this whole referendum well, about. They, this, uh, are they going to get enough signatures? Right. Election. Go ahead. Yeah. Will they have enough signatures to even vote on it? So we can vote on it. That's the problem. But but the point, the broader point you're making, I, you know, I, I just think. They need to have more Democrats in charge up there, and, and it's been that way. Well, it can happen for a long time. if people would just get out and vote. Boom, yeah. Well, and our nonprofit, I ain't gonna mention the name, but we we're gonna have a a, a community uh, festival coming up uh, 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 the the uh, first week in August, and 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 we do it every year and over the land, and we're gonna and that's one of the things we're gonna be addressing is trying to get people registered to vote. And to get out and vote. Yeah. And uh, and I just want to mention that. But, but you know, I don't know if you heard about the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court weighed in on weighed in on this, the dispute over the power of state legislators in elections. They weighed in on it today. You know, that's, this is June. This is the end of June. This is when they make all their decisions. And they, and they rejected the states having broad power. They rejected them being able to redistrict and gerrymander. Yeah, yeah. And that... And that the state courts can overrule that practice, which is what they've been trying to do in Ohio, Lincoln, you know, for yourself. Yeah, but when the state courts are packed with conservative Republicans, what do you do? Again, but, you know, they were, they, they were rejecting those, those, those elections uh, from, the, from, the, from the 
Ohio State uh, Republicans up there. They were rejecting yeah. those maps, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, they were rejecting they them four times. Yes, they did. Remember that? Yes, they did. And, and, and so I guess what they're saying, the Supreme Court is saying now, is that those courts are going to have more power because it seemed like the states, the, the, the courts didn't do anything. They still allowed the Republicans to have their way in the 2022 elections and do what they did, which was win, win more elections and get more people in the seats up there. But, but uh, it seems like the, 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 the Supreme Court is saying that these state courts are going to have more power now to say no to these legislators, these Republican legislators who are trying to gerrymander and you know, that's what this has been all about, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, just wanted to bring it to y'all's attention. I just heard it was breaking news uh, like 30 minutes ago. Well, we'll see what happens uh, with this. But those Republicans who are running the state courts, <laughs> you know, it's bad. It's just like Supreme Court. It's just like the U.S. Supreme Court. They go with the party that put them in there. And that's oh, always a problem. Yeah. All and, right, and 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 also the Reds—they playing well, but they playing a team that's as good as they are. The Baltimore Orioles, and and then the Atlanta well, Braves. Was good Baltimore, they are. yeah, Atlanta was a good but team. Baltimore is a good team. team. Also, we don't have any starting pitching. You're right, which has been a long argument, a long problem. For We've this got club. a couple of good starters, Nobody but they're is. injured. They're injured. We got two good starters, but they're injured right now. So, I don't okay. know. All right. All right, Lincoln. Well, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Will, thanks for your call. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And, yeah, the Reds' problem, starting pitching. That's the problem right now. Who will they trade? You're going to have to give up one of these young prospects on the Reds' team right now. They These teams are not going to want a minor leaguer. They're going to want somebody that's on this team right now, that's young, and who do you give up? Who do you give up? India's name has been thrown around. Benson, the black guy, his name has been thrown around. So I don't know. I don't know who they'll give up. And what someone will be asking for a good starter before the trade deadline. What's go- That's going to be a real dilemma. You don't want to break up the chemistry of this team. And if you trade a favorite, that could mess everything up. I don't know. They, they got a big problem. Who do you give up for starting pitching? But, hey, three games in a row? After coming off 12 wins, it's tough. It's tough. Need some starters. And Ellie De La Cruz, player of the week, you know his name will never come up in a conversation of trade. (laughs) His name, McLean, his name won't come up. And a couple others. Names will never come up during a talking trade, but we need some starting pitching and we need them now. Sooner, we need them sooner than, than later. All right, there was a couple other stories that I didn't get to. Uh, 
the sun's activity. See, we talk about global warming and all this stuff. The sun's activity could peak two years early. Now, I guess every 11 years or so, uh, the sun's activity peaks. And they send out all these rays and they're so hot, they burn up satellites and all kind of stuff. The solar maximum was predicted to happen in 2025, but sunspot activity has changed that. An unusual burst of sunspots this year suggests solar maximum could hit by the end of 2023. So <laughs> it's going to peak earlier and it's going to peak higher than expected. The sun's magnetic field is extremely weak. And those solar flares cause solar storms. When the storm breaks, it fires high-energy particles into space. And on the off chance, those particles strike Earth that can cause a lot of damage. They have widespread radio blackouts, can disrupt high-frequency radio signals in North America, Central America, and South America. And it could cause power grid blackouts. And it's a whole lot of stuff. It can happen. So, folks, yes. Some of the things that can happen, we can't control. We cannot control. But I don't think it's going to be any end, end of the world. Anything like end of the world problems, I don't think it's going to happen, but still, it can cause some havoc. It can cause some havoc. All right, we're going to break for news, and then we'll come back. 12.30, The Buzz. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy Juicy Fried Chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the mccrispy only at mcdonald's Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the mccrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Kind of scared me at first. I know who it is that. I, I thought it was the original. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. I, when I first heard it, I didn't think it was the remix. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, what? Well, yeah, I, I didn't think, I didn't know that's what that was. Uh, I thought it was the, the original. I'm like, what's she playing that for? <laughs> but, okay. All right. Uh, 749-1230. 513 is the area code. But that was a good song, though. I like it. I like then that you song. you spent all that time complaining about the song that I picked, and then you say I liked it. I wasn't complaining. It just shocked me. It shocked me. And you can pick more of your songs that you know. You can throw some in. Did I just get permission to play some up-to-date music? Yeah. I, you've always, Look, I never complained about any any music. I, I, I complain about the same one going over and over again. Say That's my complaint. <laughs> That's what I complain about. I got you covered. Unbelievable. All right. Okay, let's 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 hear it. Bring it. Bring it. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And Trump. Could end up in jail with the audio of his showing people top secret papers. Do you want a guy like this as your president? Of course not. But some do. Cincinnati public school officials say they can't draft the district's 23-24 fiscal year budget until lawmakers at the state house finalize the next two-year state budget. And, of course, we know the dateline to sign the new budget for the state is June 30th. But it looks like those uh, lawmakers up in Columbus won't be able to get there by June 30th. They're squabbling, fussing, fighting over the budget. So um, CPS could receive an additional $20 million in revenue in the House version. The Senate version, however, has a huge difference. They changed the wealth index calculation that made the district much wealthier. And so they'll only receive $6 million. That would be a loss of $14 million that the Cincinnati Public Schools were counting on to help pay for wage increases. So this could be a real pickle that the Cincinnati Public Schools would be in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of money that you were counting on, and then all of a sudden, you don't get. The House version sounds a lot better. 
than the Senate's version. And where do they get this wealth districts, wealth index calculation that made the district wealthier than it really is? Oh, boy. Politics, politics, politics. All right, let's see if we can guess which way Clarence Thomas will vote on affirmative action. I want to hear from some people out there. Do you think after all the trouble he's been in with receiving gifts from millionaires and stuff that he'll try to keep the controversy down and vote to go with affirmative action in colleges? Or will he vote against what got him his college degree? Will he stick with the conservatives? And I think everybody pretty much knows the answer to that. He's probably going to vote against affirmative action in colleges. I want to hear from you at 513-749-1230. This is going to be huge. This is one of their biggest decisions since abortion. This will be one of their biggest decisions since Roe v. Wade. How will Clarence Thomas He's virtually voting against, he will be voting against something that he used to get his education. But when you get in a spot where he's in, yeah, he said, no, you're there for life. You can vote any way you want to vote and nobody can do anything about it. Unless you break the law, which some people say he has broken the law and he should be impeached. That's the only way you can get him out of there. They either die or they get so old they have to resign or or they get impeached. And I agree, like we said yesterday, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi had it. She hit the nail on the head. Term limits for Supreme Court justices. The lady that called yesterday who said uh, she lost, remember she took her dog to the doggy daycare in Avondale where the owner of the doggy daycare didn't even have a fenced yard and the owner opened the door and the dog ran out and ran away. Well, somebody said they think they spotted the dog. In Roseline. So that lady, if you want to call here, Raven will give you the number of the guy who spotted the dog. Mike Kelly was the guy who spotted the dog. So uh, what was her name? Was it Rose? It was Bonnie, I think. Bonnie? Yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie. Rose was the inquiry lady. <laughs> yes. And I talked to 
Kevin Aldrich yesterday, and he was going to work on that yesterday. So hopefully Rose would have received her paper this morning. We've got our fingers crossed. Apparently she didn't get it. We haven't heard from her. <laughs> Apparently she didn't get her paper. But Rose, get your computer and just subscribe to the online version of the Inquirer. You'll get more up-to-date news that way when you get the news. It's not the best, but it's better than getting the paper. Not the best, but the paper, by the time you get the paper, the news is old. There's more breaking news since what you, the headlines you see on the paper. That's like, oh, this happened three days ago. It's unbelievable. Hopefully she'll get her paper over there in Kennedy Heights. She lives out in the Heights. Kennedy Heights. And she's thinking that nobody wants to deliver over there. Well, I, I can tell you this. It's probably very few people in Kennedy Heights that get their paper delivered. And it's probably going to take the deliver guy way outside of where his normal route is to go over to Kennedy Heights for just a few papers. I would venture to guess very few papers are delivered to homes in Kennedy Heights. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Rick Jr., how are you? Uh, good morning. How you doing? Pretty good. What's up? You know, I, I hate to say it, but I guess uh, that gentleman was right about the rest. The statistics just caught up with him. I mean, they ran off, what, 10 straight, 11 straight? Yeah, Something but, like that. I mean. And statistically, they're going to, statistically, during statistically, those, they're going to lose. During that winning streak, yeah, statistics, well, you've got to lose eventually. But during that winning streak, they had their two good starters in there before they got injured. So they participated in some of those wins before they, yeah, you, you, you no one was going to win the rest of the games, you know they were going to lose. Mm -hmm. You know that was going to happen. It was a matter of when it was going to happen, and we saw it happen uh, last Saturday uh, when they played Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, winning streaks are great. You, you know, ideally, uh, the, the way you want them to win is like, you know, uh, five out of seven, uh, six out of eight, that kind of stuff. You don't. You, you hate to see them running off like 10 or 11 in a row because the, stat, the stats will just come back and bite them in the butt, you know, I mean, because now they're going to lose, you know, nine in a row. I mean, or, or seven or eight in a row. But anyway, okay, but concerning that lady with that, you know, I guess that's the flavor of the day now, or at least it was uh, uh, Friday, that, that lost dog, you know. Yeah, you know that it was maybe that that doggy pound or whatever you call it, doggy sitter was using doggy you ever heard of something called you know, doggy care. You ever heard of something called invisible fence? Yes. You think the well, lady had? That, well, no, because then every dog that she brought in there would have to have a special collar, and I know well, they, they didn't they didn't buy collars for every dog that she was keeping in there. Well, I was, I was getting ready to say maybe they had maybe they had some type of attachments to put on all those dogs. I don't know. I kind of doubt that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's unlikely. But I'm just I'm just 
this ball, it could be a possibility. We think about De La, uh, uh, L.A. De La Cruz. I mean, he hit for the cycle. You know how rare that is? And you know what's really rare? I looked it up. A home run hit for the home run cycle. You know that's never been done in the major league. It's, it's been done on a minor league level, but it's never happened on a major league. You know, you know what that means. You know, you hear the you hear the what, home what, run. What, what has never happened in the major leagues? A hit, hit for the home run. Hit for the home run cycle. Hit for the cycle with a home run cycle. That has happened. Words, they they had a guy on Baltimore yesterday that hit for the cycle. No, 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 no. I said hit for the home run cycle. Okay, you mean four home runs in one game? Uh, What's maybe, the home run? Uh, Wait, one, two, what the hell is the home run cycle? What is that? Okay, okay. You would hit a home run. You would hit a. Uh, you you would have four at bats. Okay, the first at bat uh, is, is is a solo home run. The first at bat, the next at bat would be uh, with one a single with one man on base. The next one would be on two man on base. The next one would be on three man on base. Oh, and then the last one would be uh, bases loaded. <laughs> that's, that's what you call oh. a home run well, cycle. I don't know if anybody that's never that's happened. Ever, well, no. And I, I've, never, I've never even heard anybody talk about it except well, you. Called, well, well, it's called hit for the home run cycle. Mm-hmm. It did happen in the minors. It's happened twice in the minors. I, look, I, I looked it up. You know, So it's mm-hmm. happened twice in the life. Oh, by the way, there were 343 times in the majors. That that ball players hit for the regular cycle, it happened 343 other times, and uh, and that and, and uh, that Ellen, what's the other the other Reds to player to hit hit for the cycle back in '79 or '80? Eric what's Davis, Eric, yeah, Eric Davis, Davis, and then Frank yeah. Robinson did it in '65, I think. Six, uh, '65, maybe '66, before he was traded to Baltimore. Yeah, before they said he was too old, and then the next year he hit. He was a triple crown winner in the American League after yeah. the Reds traded him. And they and, and believe it or not, they actually and they have something else called the natural cycle, and that's when you oh, hit it yeah. in order. And when you hit it in order, you know, you, right. you know, you hit a you hit a a, a single, a double, a, a double, triple, a triple, and then a home, and a home run. run. Yeah. So that, that that's happened oh, fourteen Lord. times. Okay. All right, Rick. Put your papers away that you researched before you call in here to make us think you're so smart. Thanks for your call. I got to run. Let's take a break. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, Lincoln. Where it's Tuesday, and yesterday a lady called in, said she called nine one one, gave them her address, and they didn't have the address in the system. And she swears up and down that's the address that the people who own the apartment complex gave her. I think there's like three buildings. It's on Bernard Avenue, and she needs to try to get that fixed. And I just, I don't know. Uh, who was it? Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, oh, Iris Rowley called said she should call 311 to get that fixed. I don't know. But 
Paul Booth, maybe you have the answers. It sounds like a human relations issue to me. Paul Booth, how are you today? I'm I'm doing great, Lincoln, and yourself. I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. Now tell us uh, what can happen. Her her address was thirty four ninety one Burnett. She says when she calls nine one one, they say they don't have that address in their system. All right. Well, I think what I can do is just call the director of that particular area and find out what the disconnect is. Because if she calls three one one, if they didn't have it at nine one one, they may not have it there either. So I'll call the director and find out what the issue is with that. And she's sure that's the correct address. Yeah, 34. I'm sure she knows her own address. That's what she says. Uh, she swears up and down. That is the address, uh, 3491 Bernard. So, uh, All right, we'll find out. Is that a, that, that's a, that is a, a single residence or it's an apartment building? Apartment building. Apartment okay. building. Yes. Okay. All right, we'll find out and uh, get back there. I'll get a hold of the director today. All right, Paul Booth, thanks for your help. We appreciate it. All right, as always. Take care. That's uh, Paul Booth, and he's always on the case. Always on the case, Brother Paul Booth. He is the man. Yeah, I was lucky I found that address, still had that address from yesterday. I don't throw away all the news stories. I just stack them up in a pile until the pile gets so big, and then I throw the pile away. (laughs) Throw it away. All right. Uh, Don't forget Thursday, I will be down on the plaza again Thursday, and we'll be giving away tickets to the Cincinnati Music Festival once again. And the earlier you get there, the better your chances are. So come on down, 10 to 1, Thursday, right outside the station, Centennial Plaza, 705 Central Avenue. We'll be there. And no, the hot spot wasn't the problem, Brent Beard. Uh, we just had to reboot the system. We didn't. I didn't think about that until like the end of the show. And once we did that, we didn't have any problems. So uh, there you go. There you go. Hey, seniors, does your doctor reach out to you, check on you on a daily basis? Well, not on a daily basis, but every now and then. Does your doctor check on you? They find out how's everything going. They ask about your prescriptions. You need any prescriptions refilled? They probably don't. Do you have your doctor's cell phone number? Maybe you need to call the doctor and ask some questions. You probably don't. Well, at Dedicated Senior Medical Centers, they do all that and more. They have activities like yoga, aerobics, Bible study, line dancing, all kind of stuff. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. They've got three locations in the greater Cincinnati area, Coleraine Avenue, Roseline, Glenway Crossing. They offer telehealth visits. And, I mean, it's just a great place to go. I go, when you leave, and you go there, you see your doctor, you leave, then they got all these healthy snacks that you can take with you when you leave. Oh, yeah. I love, that's the part I like. (laughs) I stock up on those snacks before I leave. But, hey, call them up right now. Make an appointment. Take a tour. 
Look around so you know, you, you know, see if you'll be comfortable with going there or not. The phone number, write it down, 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757, Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Give them a call, 513-572-5757. The place where the doctors treat you like family. Dedicated Senior Medical Center. All right, let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk to you. It's the Lincoln Ware Show. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. Where with you? And I, I tell you, you you wonder what's wrong with people nowadays. A Cleveland woman indicted on murder charges after leaving her sixteen-month-old child alone for ten days while she was vacationing in. Detroit and Puerto Rico. 16 days, no, 10 days. 10 days, 16 month old. And when she returned, of course, the 16 month old was unresponsive. Then she called the police. Police said the kid was extremely dehydrated, dead on arrival, found in a pack-and-play pen on a liner, soiled with urine and feces and soiled blankets. And now the mother's been indicted on charges of aggravated murder, two counts of murder, felonious assault, and endangering children held on a $1 million bond. Now, who in their right mind would leave a 16-month-old child alone for 10 days? 10 days in a pen, in a playpen. She went on vacation. She, She took her goofy self to Puerto Rico and Detroit, left that baby alone for over a week in its own filth, didn't have nobody check on it, didn't have nobody change now it, you or feed it or nothing. Now, look at your meters. You're kind of low. Just basically repeating what you said. Like, okay. she left that baby alone by herself over a week. Didn't have nobody check on it, feed it, nothing. Unbelievable. Crazy. Crazy. And she's vacationing. Puerto Rico. Detroit. What 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 do people think now? Is is it I mean you would have to be mentally ill to even entertain. To be honest, I used to think that I used to think that it can't you had to be mentally ill to do something stupid like that. Yeah. But some people just don't like some people are that selfish. Uh, I, what did she, did she leave the baby any food in there? Did even you, if she did. I, I know. She left that baby alone for for 10 days. Over a week. It was a one. It was a one-year-old. How is that one-year-old supposed to regulate their own food intake? Like that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. And she went 
vacationing. Puerto, she looks like she's a Puerto Rican. I looked at her picture. She looks like she's Puerto Rican herself, which explains Puerto Rico. But I'm not sure. All right, let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Don't forget, we're starting up our sneaker drive again. We had we sent 800 kids home with brand new shoes last year. We're trying to do 1,000 this year. So uh, all month long, all month long beginning in July. Beginning now, as a matter of fact, beginning now, you can drop those shoes off, 705 Central Avenue, Make sure they're closed-toed, sizes 10C to 7U, and you'll be good to go. Hey, Joan, how how you doing? I'm good. Um, I want to start off by um, giving a little information about that lady's problem about the address. Yes. Um, all she has to do is call the Planning Commission at 946-4750 and ask for what? That department assigns street addresses. Mm-hmm. So just that's all she has yeah. to do. And to find out how come her address is not um, showing up or what the problem is. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, whoever is the apartment owner, whoever owns that apartment building, they actually should be doing this work for her. You know what well, I mean? That's, that's true, but I'm <laughs> yeah. saying... To be proactive, right. they're not yeah. doing it. She they're can not doing it. Yeah. And Paul Booth should have known that as well. But anyway, let me move on. Um, reason why I really was calling is because I call um, the mayor's office. I call the um, city manager's office, the budget, and then they refer me to the transportation. Now, my request of them were to find out because I want to know since we got a um, – vote on this uh, um, railroad issue. I wanted to know how long have we been getting the $25 million and how did they use it? And this has been over two weeks and they couldn't even tell me. I would think that. Who did you call? Who did you call? I called the mayor's office. Mm -hmm. I called the manager, uh, the city manager's office, Mm -hmm. the budget office, and they referred me to the transportation. And when I called back it's been over two weeks, and when I called back and the lady that I talked to originally, she said they referred it to their legal department. Now, why would it have to go I to the legal department? I mean, you would, okay, all you wanted to know was how long have we been, uh, I don't know, it's got to be a long time. Exactly. I wanted to know how long they've been getting it. We've owned this railroad for a long, it's not like we just bought it. A couple right. of years ago, we've and been on, we've owned this real. I, I I think it goes back to even maybe the forties, the fifties. I think well, it goes back that far. Well, what I wanted to know is why uh, and how did they use that money? And right now, I don't understand why they have thus far used three million just to tell them whether or not they should sell it. That's crazy. Well, they have to do studies. They have to get. But three million leaving, well, come yeah. on. This, hey, this, it's inflation. This is 2023. You know this is why Everything money. costs a lot of money. But, uh, but I tell you, the reason, I don't know if you, you need to call maybe a 
city council member. I did. I even talked to the assistant of 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 the uh, well, not the city council, but I tried to. The first time I called the mayor's office, I talked to one guy. Yes, and he said um, they used some of the money on um, infrastructure, and they used like like one mile of lane. They spent two million just to do one mile of lane. Okay, and I told him that's ridiculous. See, we got people. I understand we have to get close and we got to get things done, but nobody is understanding what they're giving out and results. And then when they do do this work for us, they only get like a, a warranty of one year. You know, if you if, if I hire someone to do work for me, I should get some kind of guarantee what they're going to do, how long my work that work should last. They're not doing that. You know, we got people giving out this money, doesn't understand what construction work is all about, what it should take, you know, and, and all they do is take the lowest bid. You got people doing work or not qualified yeah. to do work and all of that. We got to do better. We really do. We need some sort of commission looking over our councils and who they give money to. You know, I mean, it's fine for us to do things and it's fine for us to give out money. But just like if we give money to agencies, if they're not really um, progressing or they're succeeding at their mission, then we should be still funding yeah. them. Well, let so, me tell you this. They probably, that $25 million probably goes into the general fund, and it's spent on some of everything. That's probably why they can't narrow down what it was spent on. It probably goes into the general fund, which it won't be able to be into the general fund if they sell the railroad. It has to be spent on nothing but in infrastructure. Well, that's what he told me before. It was infrastructure. Yeah. Okay, and like I told him, if that was the case, because everybody is saying, okay, when they, we have money, it's for infrastructure. Just like when we passed that levy for Metro, infrastructure. Just like when you get federal dollars, infrastructure. Well, we're getting all this money for infrastructure. I said he should be looking really, <laughs> well, really good. The thing about it, they're I so far behind, they're so far behind on infrastructure, so to speak, till, you know, you, when you spend it all on something, you don't you don't see the progress because you're catching up. We're well, always catching because up. Because they hire people that don't know what they're doing. Just like years ago, when we used to lay concrete, right, the process, the way concrete was cured is different than what they're doing now. And, you know, just like I, they, they had a, a project here in, on Weehee in Gulf Manor, and Metro is funding part of that, which I tax dollars are going to, towards that as well, even though that's not the city of Cincinnati. But I, uh, tax dollars are well, going towards it because Metro is involved. That's, well, that's county. That's county. Metro uh, me, sort of runs Metro, which is county. Well, county our city wide. dollars still went to yeah, them. Yeah. I pay for that on my taxes, Okay. But what I'm saying is the work that they did, you can go right now on Wii and look at that miserable job that they did. It's ridiculous. You know, and sometimes I call on them when, when they're doing a project and it looks horrible, and I call and they'll come back and try to reduce stuff. But, I mean, if, if you're going to get the dollars, they need to do what they're supposed to do. And they're, like, when they repay, it's recycled. Uh, asphalt. That's the reason why things are not la lasting. And it's wrong 
we are we we're getting hit so much about these taxes. I know we all, all right. need to. Joan, I, I hear you. Government. I hear the frustration, <laughs> but I got to run. I got to keep it moving. All I right, Glenn. Appreciate your call. All right, let's go to uh, uh, Cecil Thomas. What's up? State hey, Representative Steve Cecil Thomas. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Am I coming through? I'm on the road. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to comment on the uh, on the budget. First, let me say this. The uh, the Senate, there's, there's, there's 33 senators and only seven are Democrats. So those... Those other 24, uh, 20, I can't even count, the 20, whatever the number. But anyway, they pretty much voted uh, party line on the budget. Yeah. So, and they tore up what we sent them. And keep in mind, in the House, there are 32 Democrats and 60-plus uh, uh, Republicans. Twenty-four or so of those Republicans voted with the Democrat on the budget. Okay, okay. So we worked. So it was a very, uh, it was a Republican budget because they are in the majority. But it was a bipartisan budget that we got some of the things we wanted, especially when it related to education. And speaking of education, one of the problems we got is the, uh, you're seeing the deterioration of your public school system. Not yes. because, and it's all because of the way they're funding the public schools. And they're adding significant numbers of charter schools. And uh, the purpose of the charter schools basically is we're going to give you a voucher and we're going to let you go and go to wherever school you want to go to. And so they're opening up all these charter schools and the charter schools as well as your private schools, all get vouchers now. Even if you if you make $200,000 a year, you can get a voucher to send your child wherever. And and the problem with all of that is, is that they're cherry-picking all of the good students out of the public school system. Mm-hmm. And what you got left is, you know, the public schools that when you, when you see the grades come out at the end of the day uh, from the state, all the public schools got a, a failing grade in terms of their, where they do stars now, you get a five-star or one-star. Well, most of your public schools are getting one and two stars, while all of your, your private schools are getting five stars. But what you're seeing is all of that uh, deterioration of the public school system. Well, what is this and wealth? What is this wealth index? Which uh, well, the, the 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 public schools said that they'll lose like uh, you know a whole uh, millions and millions of dollars if they go with this wealth index that the Senate wants to use. Oh man, I got I I, I have no idea. I'm gonna look <laughs> and I'll definitely call you back and give you the, the lowdown on that. I'm not sure I understood what they were talking about. Uh, but the bottom line is is that. It's, it's, it's creating segregated schools. <laughs> the schools are becoming more and more segregated, uh, uh, where you got more black students in the public schools, and, and the, all your white kids are going to the, the better public schools like Warner Hills, but they're not going to Whitlow and Taft and in any significant numbers. And so all of this is by design, though, 
several members of the, of the Republican Party want to defund, if you will, the public school system and basically put it out of business. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, That's what they, yeah, they, they do want to do away with public schools as we know them. Absolutely. And, and see, one of the reasons they want to do that is because public schools have uh, teachers' unions, and this is an indirect attack on busting the teachers' unions. You, 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 your charter schools and your private schools, you, they don't have uh, unions. And the, and the sad part about the private schools and the charter schools, they don't have to be held to the same standard that your public school system is being held to. Uh, you, you you don't you can't show how you're spending your money and, and they can't tell the private schools we need to look at your your books let me see your books showing how these dollars are being spent and when a charter school or a public well when a charter school goes out of business and we've seen that over several occasions when they go out of business those kids end up back in the public school system <laughs> yep and they are further behind yeah yeah. So all of that, we we got to keep in mind, and it's not all Republicans up here. I mean, several Republicans, uh, they get it, and so they're seriously trying to be, be fair on everything. But uh, the majority, because they have that number, man, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and, and and we won't have a budget uh, by June third. You won't. So you have to vote on extending it, or what? Well, yeah, we're going to go with a, what is called a continuation budget uh, until. We come to some uh, uh, agreement, but we're far apart. They did a whole lot of stuff. Uh, we're uh, just to hit education real quick, and I'll let you go. The uh, public schools uh, in the state of Ohio represent about eighty percent of your students. The pro- the uh, the uh, charter schools, uh, non-public, represent about twenty percent. But when they divided the money up for the charter schools and the public schools, they gave uh, uh, about 50-50 almost, and nine, nine uh, point some million, 900 plus million for public schools and 800 plus million for uh, charter schools to open up these uh, vouchers, to, to utilize vouchers. So it doesn't make the math doesn't work. We, have, we teach 80 percent of the students. But we only get, but we got to give fifty percent of the money that we get goes to uh, the charter, charter schools. schools. Unbelievable! All right, well, so let we, us know what happens. Uh, so now the Cincinnati public schools can't complete their budget until the state completes their budget, and this thing could go on for I know a couple of more weeks. It looks like. Yeah, it'll go into July, and no Jeez. doubt about it. Oh boy! Uh, All right, and yeah. Well, All right. Well, keep us well, informed, Cecil. Let us know what's up and uh, get those uh, whip those Republicans into shape up there. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk. Care. We'll talk. Well, you to need you. to run, man. You need to run. Oh, for please. Uh, you gonna retire? Come on. I will run away. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call. All, All right. right. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and we'll come back. Twelve thirty. The buzz. Now why you wanna go and do that, love? Huh? Now why you wanna go and do that and do that? Huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love? Huh? And why you wanna go and do that? Uh huh. Now why you wanna go and do that? Uh uh. Why you wanna go and do that? Uh. <laughs> you stop. You're ruining. 
1230-WDBZ. Lincoln, we're with you. It's Tuesday. And Hamilton County Drug Treatment Recovery Court is going to have their first annual community outreach event. And if you saw the Cincinnati issue Sunday morning, you saw Judge Nicole Sanders. Here's Isaiah Lumpkins uh, from her court uh, room there. Uh, uh, Isaiah Lumpkins, how you doing today? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? All right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, Drug Treatment uh, Recovery Court having their first annual community outreach event. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, sir. So COVID-19, um, not that far in the past, and the impact been isolation, added stress, financial loss, and a lot of things people are struggling with. And so this is our opportunity to engage the community, let them know what we're doing, let them know what we're about, and have a good time while we're doing it. And uh, that's this coming uh, Friday, I believe. Yes, sir. This Friday, 11 until 2. And uh, so what's going to you have to have different vendors down there and uh, things like that? Tell us uh, what's going on. Yes, sir. So we have um, some of the vendors we have are the partners with our drug court program. So our service providers will be there. They'll have booths. Um, they'll engage with some some fun bags, some information. We've got some food trucks. We've got music. And so we're just trying to provide some resources, uh, some pivotal information for the program, and extend our outreach efforts uh, from the justice system to the public at large. And uh, as I said Sunday uh, on the show, this drug treatment uh, drug court has been officially certified by the uh, state Supreme Court. That is correct. Um, 28 years in the making, um, the court is finally certified. We received that certification uh, just a few weeks ago. We're really excited. Um, Judge Nicole Sanders has done a great job in in leading this team. Um, All the efforts that we've taken to uh, meet the standards, meet the codes, and to do what's necessary to make sure that we have a program that's suitable um, to be certified. That sounds good. And so many people, uh, lives have been turned around uh, through the intervention of the drug court. Uh, so I, I guess when you see people's lives turned around uh, when they finish the program, it's got to make you feel good, got to make you feel good and uh, Judge uh, Sanders. It definitely does. It's a labor of love. Um, obviously, we do this for a living, but to me, to do this and be successful, you have to care. Um, Judge Sanders, her model was show up, be honest, and try. And she asks of that from each participant, um, as well as all of us that come to the courtroom every day. We've got court hours from 8 to 4, but it extends far beyond that. We're 24-7 because we care that much, and we know that we're in the business of trying to save lives and trying to provide the resources to do so. Now, uh, drug court, can, can drug court keep you from going to jail on a drug charge? How does that work? Uh, how does that even begin to work? So drug court um, is for those who've been charged with a felony drug conviction, and they take it upon themselves, the clients, the participants, uh, to opt into our program. Opt into our program, it's 12 to 18 months, um, and doing so means you're going to do uh, the hard work. That means going to treatment, going to groups, individual sessions. Um, and, and doing all of those things, our number one goal is to help that person become sober. Uh, the added benefit is that felony conviction is wiped away from their record. So, um, again, our number one job is to uh, create an environment where the individual can become sober and sustain that sobriety. And then at the end of that, they also have that, that felony removed from their record. 
Wow. Okay, I'll tell you what, uh, folks need to check into that drug court, Hamilton County Drug Treatment and Recovery Court. They're going to have their first uh, uh, annual community outreach event. They're going to block off Court Street. Court Street will be blocked off from 11 to 2 this coming Friday. So uh, get down there and see all the different things that's going on. And Isaiah Lumpkins, always great talking to you. And uh, tell, tell Judge Nicole Sanders I said uh, hi and thanks for coming on my show this weekend. I certainly will. Thank you so much, Mr. Ware. All right. Isaiah Lompkins, thank you for calling. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. Uh, Drug court. The first annual community outreach event. Blocking off Court Street. They're going to have DJ. They're going to have different information down there for you. So uh, check it out. Check it out. All right. And I hope you uh, watched the Cincinnati issues this past Sunday. Uh, Judge Nicole Sanders was on the show past Sunday. Grew up in Madisonville. Marcus. Lincoln, where? What's going on, my brother? What's up? Hey, uh, you know, I'm just listening to all the stuff from Cecil and these other folks about charter schools. Charter schools are the best thing that ever happened to the public school system. Until we got charter schools, the public school system was just doing anything. They weren't doing uh, what they needed to do to go back to the vocational thing. They didn't do what they needed to do in terms of, you know, uh, just being there for the students. So the charter school system is really helping, and as uh you know, most of you know some of that charter school money actually goes to these vocational schools. Well, now that's some not, of them. Let's not give all charter schools an A. Now, not all charter schools are the best ever. Not all of them are good. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad, just like public schools. But, Lincoln, where the, uh, the state gave the Cincinnati public school system an F. I mean, what are you, what, now, what are you now, talking I about? I don't think this last report card was an F. I don't think so. They've changed you, the grading. They have changed the grading system on this on these schools now. So you know they might have received a bad grade in some things, a good grade in other things. So uh, before you condemn Cincinnati Public Schools, which all all you Republicans normally do, uh, let's not cut them short. They do some great things. Lincoln, where all I'm conveying to you is this: since charter schools have been Online, you know, not all of them are the best. I mean, that's just okay, from I'm any glad you admit that. I'm glad you admit that, yes. But they have been have a, to, a pleasant alternative to public schools. I will agree. Some of them have been. Some of them have helped kids continue to get their education when without charter schools, if they were kicked out of public schools, that would have been it for them. Yeah. Yeah, but Lincoln Ware, they helped a lot of kids, and the way that Cincinnati Public School used to be set up before charter schools came online is that, you know, basically the white folks got the good schools and the black people got what whatever was left. Then once the charter schools came online, they realized a lot of them black folks were sending their kids to these charter schools, and they opened it up. And I can testify that the fact, to the fact, that, you know, they were blocking a lot of black kids out of it. I mean, you would live in Avondale, 
And you couldn't even get in North Avondale because white kids were coming from all over the place, you know. And, well, that's and when they had then, the, uh, what, what, what was that? You had to get in the lottery to get right. in those No, schools. it wasn't and, no lottery. It was it was about political stuff, man. No, you, it, it was, no it was a lot. It was a lottery. If you weren't connected, you weren't in there. But uh, another thing that, and I'm, I'm just conveying, folks, I'm, I'm just making you remember what happened so that, you know, as I always do, because black folks had them short memories. Y'all know what used to happen back, you know, before the charter schools came online. But, you know, I like to talk about the fact that Lincoln, where we spent all them days talking about, um, you know, five rich people that got conned into going into a a submarine and and got smashed. (laughs) But, jeez. Uh, the, the crazy thing is that during that same time, nobody, what I would rather have seen, and most people would have rather seen, is the fact that they had caught, like, it was this drag queen party in um, in uh, Boston That's with a dead body. Huh? I don't think anybody else cared. <laughs> yeah, what, okay. What happened at Hold the drag on. queen? What happened? Okay, it was a dead body. And they have four. Uh, one one boy was dead, and they have four other little boys in this drag queen thing. Oh, and they had to come in there and rescue them. So, folks, just type in your search thing: drag party dead body with children. All right, and Marcus. you will see it. I gotta get you it. know you kill it. All right, but no, nah, that's just no, nah, that's because you're talking about your person of the week. That's what we need to be talking about. Thanks so, for your call. Uh, Leslie Jones is the citizen of the week. Thank you very much, Marcus, for reminding me to shout her out. Leslie Jones, Reverend Leslie Jones, the twelve thirty the buzz citizen of the week. Imagine that, Marcus. Wasn't nobody talking about that gay lady right. until you brought her up. Right. Don't you feel proud of yourself? Unbelievable. Congratulations, Miss Leslie Jones. He is Marcus Jenkins is a piece of work. <laughs> Uh, Marcus is wrong about charter schools and other disinformation wrong. I know he is. He's wrong about the grades and and that North Avondale thing. Sharon McQuarrie, you need to call up because you used to be the principal down at Sands Montessori. And he said uh, North Avondale, the kids couldn't get in, the people who live. Well, Avondale is not North Avondale. Let me break for news first, and then we'll come back. Sharon McQuarrie, call up. And give us the 411-1230, the buzz.